Here we are live on our mid-month show talking about live streaming. What more appropriate a platform to do that than on Facebook Live? Welcome to episode 16 of Making a Marketer with guests Kelly Mirabella and Chris Strong. What's up, what's up? Hi, I'm Megan Powers. And um, if you're watching, you can see that. But if you're listening, you can't because it's audio only. But we are recording live on Facebook today. Uh, normally, our mid-month show is only 30 minutes. But as I just mentioned to my guests, I know that this topic in particular deserves more time than 30 minutes. And I know that these particular guests like to talk. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the chances of keeping it to 30 minutes are pretty are pretty slim. So um but all right, so I'm going to uh, introduce our, our sponsor and our guests, and then um, then we'll I'll give them a, a chance to uh, see if I left anything out on, uh, on who they are and what they're about. Um, so today, our episode is sponsored by Powers of Marketing. My company provides strategic marketing, communication, consulting, and execution for small to medium-sized businesses. We help our clients communicate more effectively with their customers' prospects increasing their brand awareness and sales. And we're in the process of adding more clients to our roster. So if you're interested, hit me up. Um, I'd like to welcome two very dynamic guests. And it's funny that I use the word dynamic because I just looked and Kelly used the word dynamic when she posted about Chris um, being on this I did. Uh, on this talk. So, uh, so that was perfect. Uh, they, they're two of the most fun uh, and smartest um, folks I know in the industry and they're the perfect guests to talk about live streaming. So today we are walking the walk while live broadcasting from my business page. We have also cross-posted to Kelly's business page. And it's working. It's it cross-posted. Yeah. All right. So if you're watching on her page, that's what's going down, um, which is pretty exciting. Like I love, it's pretty new function, right? You said that Mari yeah. was talking about it today. Yeah, so I guess cross-posting has been around for a little while, but I just, I mean, I've always wondered, but I didn't, I thought it was just regular post. It turns out that I was just happened upon Amari Smith um, live broadcast today. I, I often jump into hers because she's always got nuggets. And she was talking about, Dennis Wu was posting about this whole idea of live broadcasting, cross-posting to other pages, and then also that you can boost your live post now, which I've actually played with. We'll see if it actually worked. I'll, I'll check back with you because up until now, I guess it wasn't possible, as most of us know. And so I'm playing with that feature. I do have a couple of comments on my post. I'm kind of watching it, but they're not coming in here. So I'm thinking that if people want to comment and have us all see them and you're on my page, you need to jump over. I tagged your page, jump over there. So, okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit difficult to, um, for you to talk and keep up on this page and that and all that kind of stuff, which I'm not going to even try. <laughs> All right. So cool. Well, I am. Um, all right. So I have and I have it on my phone here, too, so I can see the comments there. But um, we'll do our best to get to everyone's questions. Of course, we want interaction um, from those who, who are on live. But before that, I want to introduce the guests. So I am going to start with Chris. Chris Strub is CEO of I Am Here. And of course, we want to hear all about that in a second. But uh, 
And really, truly, he is a force for good. He's a leading voice in the millennial and social good space. Love that. In 2017, he visited Salvation Army locations in 25 states in 38 days, along a 6,200-mile Fight for Good tour, uh, raising thousands of dollars as a National Red Kettle Ambassador. Um, He's author of 50 States in 100 Days, uh, the book about his solo social media powered adventure to volunteer with youth related organizations in all 50 states uh, in 2015. So fantastic. So he's also worked with Humana, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, which I want to talk about. And I'm a big big alum uh, and um, live streaming at live.me and is the creator of live streaming for nonprofits course, which Man, that I, I worked for a nonprofit briefly too, so I can't even express enough about how important that is. So, but real quick, and I, I have no idea where you're living right now. Where are you? Uh, so, thanks for the great introduction. Uh, I'm on Long Island right now. Uh, I've been bouncing around the country uh, throughout 2018, but uh, I'm here in, in Holbrook, New York, on the South Shore uh, of Long Island. You might see the dog bouncing here um, <laughs> in a little bit, but. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're friendly and kid friendly show. Yeah, no, uh, Lolly is, is her name. If you see her walking through the frame, I'll do the best I can to kind of keep her out. But uh, she's she's very sweet and she loves attention. So she's super cute. She got to be on on a on Twitter yesterday. I saw her. She's on Twitter, and uh, I've got a whole Instagram moment of just puppy kisses. And uh, wow. they were trying to. T- I was trying to take a nap this afternoon before the stream, and I just feel a puppy tongue on my cheek. <laughs> Like, you know, got to Instagram it. So if you want to go check that out, I'm on Instagram as well. Cute. All right. Awesome. Okay. And our next guest is Kelly. She is, uh, Kelly Marabella is, her business is Stellar Media Marketing. Um, she uh, may sing for us. That will come later. Um, we'll <laughs> explain that <laughs> um, when, we, when, we, uh, when we get to that. She's a social media trainer, consultant, and manager helping professionals take their social media to the next level. For nearly eight years, she's concentrated her career on social media for business, teaching social networking skills and online marketing techniques to real estate agents, business owners, and other professionals. Um, she recognized the benefit of social media long before it became standard. Um, and since then, she cultivated her current business and she caters nation- to nationwide professionals who want to grow their own businesses with online strategies. Welcome, Kelly. You're in LA, right? Or somewhere? About- yeah, I'm in Santa Clarita, which is about uh, 45 to three hours from LA, depending on the traffic. 45 <laughs> minutes to three hours. Yeah, I'm just outside. I'm in LA County. And um, yay. Hi, Laura. And I have to say, Chris, my husband's from Long Island. So I'm very familiar with everything you just said. So Long Island. Long right. Island. His whole family's from New York. They say stuff like, you want some coffee with that? And all this stuff. And they're very loud and it's wonderful. Well, I'll have to ship you guys a, uh, a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel, which apparently is something that we can only do here on Long Island. Uh, at least do it correctly. The, the New Yorkers know their bagels. Do you know how hard it is to find a good bagel out here? Seriously. Bagel and pizza, very difficult in California. For sure. Hi, um, Amy. Yes. Hey, hey. All right. So um, as I mentioned, if you if you just got on, if you want to pop your questions, um, we'll get to them uh, as best we can. And thank you all for joining us live. Um, if you're listening to us on the broadcast, um, this is uh, super fun to talk about live streaming while we're live streaming. Um, and as we are sort of winding down season one of Making a Marketer, we wanted to, we couldn't not 
talk about live streaming. I mean, hello. Um, it's so it's so crucial now and such a it's such a hot, hot thing. So all right. Cool. So first I'm gonna ask Chris, tell us about I am here. Yeah. So uh, my solopreneurship, I am here LLC. It's kind of a coverall for all the different things that I've been doing uh, from a business perspective. Um, So I've been traveling around the United States um, speaking. Uh, I'm also an author, as you mentioned, of the two books, uh, 50 States, 100 Days, the book, and Fight for Good Tour, the book, uh, doing some consultative services. As you mentioned, I've worked with a a bunch of different brands, and I'm in the process of identifying uh, the next big brand or two or three uh, that I'll be working with. And, you know, that's sort of a, it's an all-encompassing title uh, that allows me to use all the different um, tools in the tool bag and, and different uh, social media channels to be able to share stories for brands. So the idea of being here, uh, you know, the rule w- re- relating to the rule of the place, you know, that where you are matters most. Um, I love doing these consultations and things in person. As you guys know, I met both of you in San Diego at social media marketing world. So all three of us are very much about that in-person real life relationship. Uh, and that's very much what I am here represents, you know, kind of in the vein of being in all 50 States, being in the 25 States with the Salvation Army. There's a lot of ways that you can create content, uh, uh, from a, from a distance, for me, I love being there in person, shaking people's hands, giving hugs, and and using the tools in real life. There, there's the puppy there in the frame um, to uh, to make things happen. Hi. Fantastic, yeah. Face to face is is key. I mean, obviously, we work in the online space, so we we know the value of the online space, but it it can't completely replace the value of being able to to see someone in person and. Um, I've talked about this on the show before, but I did my master's thesis on communication um, online versus face-to-face within the niche of trade shows, but it's the same idea. All the stuff was touched on that, like in the survey and everything, like how you just can't, you just don't get online what you get face-to-face, but they, but they feed each other, right? So for an event during and after it all ties together, or it should anyway. And I think part of the psychology, Megan, of what we'll talk about here through the show is how live streaming is really the closest opportunity that we have to face-to-face that isn't face-to-face, right? So obviously, it was a huge pleasure to get a chance to meet you guys and chat in San Diego. Um, the costs here are a little bit lower than flying out to San Diego and getting a hotel and everything for a few days. But um, here, as you can see, we have the opportunity to look each other, as Brian Fanzo would say, in the digital eyeballs um, and have conversations that um, can't replace uh, a face-to-face meeting, uh, but they can come rather close. You know, right. that, uh, I think all the viewers will learn something about all three of us uh, by watching a, a video like this uh, tonight. For sure. For sure. Um, and just real quick, Amy asked, can you bring someone in on live while you do the live or does it have to be set up ahead of time? You absolutely can. The limitation here is on Live has a max of three people, right? So um, I think you can have up to four okay. on Live. Okay. Natively, it has to be done on mobile, personal profile, um, and and only two people. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it's interesting because yeah, I've never, I've never brought anyone in during, uh, but I know like uh, social media examiner does that all the time. They bring people in. Yeah. And they use Crowdcast. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, blue jeans and zoom. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can do it, but absolutely you can do it yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have zoom, but I haven't used it to go live together and using the B live. 
So Kelly, tell us about your business. So my business is Stellar Media Marketing. I've been helping people learn how to use social media and actually manage other people's social media for actually, oh gosh, I've been in this business for about 10 plus years, going on 11 years. I've owned my company for nine and um, it's just been a lot of fun. And I completely agree with Chris. I think um, the, that person to person that that you get when you meet someone face to face. I've had people that I've become friends with online and had never met. And then we met and it was like next level. Like it just takes you so much faster. But if you can't obtain that, live broadcasting is certainly a fantastic way to build that bridge um, from kind of just a screen to an actual person. So over the years, I've actually taught quite a bit of in realm of Facebook Live. I had for, um, gosh, this was probably three years ago, I had Facebook Live Pro, and that was an e-course that I did. I've ran several free challenges. I generally do a challenge once a a year that is called the five-day video confidence challenge and really just helping people understand the value of getting on camera and then just getting comfortable on camera, which is kind of one of the biggest obstacles. I find that there's two big obstacles people have. Uh, they, They don't feel confident in front of the camera, the way they look, if people are judging me, you know, how do I talk? And it, it can be awkward at first, obviously, with anything video-wise. It's just weird talking to yourself at a camera. Um, and then number two, what do I talk about? So content. So those are sort of things I try to address. But I will tell you, for those of you who are new to Facebook Live or any kind of live broadcasting, it gets easier. If you saw my live broadcast, or even if you saw my videos from like eight years ago, horrible. <laughs> And now it's just comes natural. So, yeah, it's like anything else. Uh, you know, you just got to do it uh, to get familiar. Chris, yeah, did you want to say something on that? Yeah, no, I, I agree a thousand percent with what Kelly said about the, the two big issues that people tend to have with live streaming. I think the first one we tend to underestimate, right? That there's a lot of instructional videos out there on YouTube, Facebook, et cetera, about how to get your lighting set up and how to get your, your microphone in the right place and, you know, buying the right stand and stuff. But, um, really it comes down to pushing the button. Yeah. Just like Brian Franz always says, push the damn button, push, push the damn button. Um, and understanding, having that, that realization that the things that you do have to talk about matter, right? So we get so caught up in this idea that, you know, someone has more viewers than us or more follows followers than us, whatever. That's not what it's about. What it's about is delivering value to the people that want to hear from you, regardless of what your business is, right? So, you know, for example, Kelly might say to a realtor, like, okay, if you do a live stream and one person watches, well, that person buys the house, nailed it. That's all that matters. You know? so, yeah, I mean... The magic doesn't always happen on the live broadcast either. I think people get intimidated by, oh, we only have six people watching right now. But truth be told, uh, after the fact, so much more continues to happen. And something we do on the Amanda and Kelly show, uh, we have a live show, Amanda Robinson and I, and we we actually utilize not only the Facebook Live, but chatbots to continue the the you know, development of our content. And it's been hugely successful. I mean, we only have 120 some people that like our page. Our last video had a reach over 1200 um, and no ads. So it's, it, the magic is more than just what's happening when you're live. So even if no one shows up, don't sweat it, keep moving. Absolutely. Okay. So you guys totally jumped ahead on all my questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you could have seen this coming. <laughs> That's we didn't get the questions ahead of time. <laughs> so it's like, it's, 
that's the thing about this, right? Is that it should be organic and it should be authentic and real. And, and that's, that's part of what, that's part of the beauty of life is that people get to see the real you. My ums aren't edited out, you know, like all of that kind of good stuff. And it, it depends on who you ask with podcasting. Some people don't want them edited out. Some people do, but the bottom line is that we wouldn't, we have, we're having probably a little bit of a different interaction. I mean, we already know each other, so that helps, right? Um, if you're just on audio, it's like different. That's why I like to record even on Zoom. So at least we see each other, um, even if on our regular, you know, our um, beginning of month shows are, are longer, they're only audio. But that's why I wanted to do this because I wanted, because first of all, it's a marketing show. Second of all, um, Facebook Live is just gives us an opportunity to reach other people um, that we, we wouldn't maybe normally um, reach. So very cool. Okay. So I, I think you already said it, but I'm going to ask each of you to, to say, what do you think is the number one benefit of going live versus, you know, just recording video and I'll let you go first, Kel. Okay. So, um, you know, this, it kind of develops over time with Facebook, anything with Facebook develops because Facebook's very fast changing. But one of the biggest benefits is as of late, you may have noticed that the algorithm is not so business friendly. Well, if there's one thing that still works like wonders, it's Facebook live. Facebook loves Facebook Live. And so if you are struggling getting your content out there, whether it's your blog content, a sale, an e-course, branding, you know, you want to start your own show, consistent Facebook Lives are proven to do better. And Facebook uh, puts priority on them. So you will get more reach. It will help your overall page marketing. And there's a lot of ways you can tie Facebook Live into like chatbots or uh, ads or, you know, just utilizing the comment section or replying to people to get people to go read your blog afterwards or what have you. Uh, so there's a lot of things you can do to not get stuck in the algorithm, you know, dimension of not moving. Facebook likes Facebook Live. So it's a huge benefit for your page. And that's just one of so many. I could like go on and on. I know, I know. Picking you one, it's like trying, it's like picking your favorite kid, right? Like whatever. Don't tell my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think I could hear Kelly trying to answer, you know, with four or five different aspects. Um, and, and we could both go off like on it. Um, <laughs> Kelly, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with, um, interactivity and engagement with your audience, right? That, uh, so much of what we're used to on social media is that one to many aspect, uh, where we're creating something and then we're putting it out there, uh, and then waiting to see what happens, um, with live streaming, uh, that wait becomes instantaneous. Mm -hmm. So if, if we say something that's funny or interesting or emotional or whatever it is, um, your audience can react in the moment, um, which is why I would encourage all of your podcast listeners who are listening months from now uh, to make sure you check out the Facebook Live schedule and come in and, and actually participate, right? Because th there is that added level of interest and, and that <clears throat> opportunity to not just watch, but to actually craft the content that's happening. Uh, and depending on how creative and how uh how skilled you are and how experienced you are with, with what you're, you're doing, you have the opportunity to really create this interesting, immersive experience, you know, and it, it's really incredible when, when you're getting started. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who haven't live streamed yet. Um, it's, it's fun to sit down and, and talk and, and, uh, just have a conversation, but the light bulb really tends to go off the first time you see something pop up on the screen in the moment. 
and then what's happening on the screen changes because you said something. Yeah. You know, so uh, for me, you know, going to fifty states in a hundred days, I remember being out in New Mexico and I'm walking through a street fair with Big Brothers Big Sisters, uh, uh, you know, of New Mexico, and um, you know, I showed some T-shirts right on the live stream, and I'm like, oh, here you go. I'm walking through, and someone goes, hey, can you go back and show me that shirt again? You know, and I'm like wait, you just told me to do something. You're in Maine and I'm in New Mexico. And now I'm changing my behavior because of a comment that you put on this live stream. And you're like, oh my God, I get it now. I I understand what we can do with this platform. Right. So to me, to cut myself short here, because I will, I will also talk all day long, as Kelly knows. <laughs> and I'm I sitting there, going, I got another one. I, I know. <laughs> there's, more, there, there's more to talk about. <laughs> it's about that interactivity. For sure. I love that. Those are two obviously fantastic answers. So uh, Amy had a question. How do you know how long a Facebook Live should be to keep your audience interested? I think Kelly wants to answer this one. I'm so glad you asked. Facebook just released a PDF. They've actually released the answers to this very question a while ago. But Dennis Wu actually, or you, sorry, um, just shared a PDF direct from Facebook that addresses this exact question. And they say longer is better, minimum 10 minutes. And people will like balk at that. And then I tell them my average show that I do with like Amanda is an hour and we get amazing engagement. And the thing to remember is not everyone's going to stay through the whole thing. People will pop in and out and that's okay too. So yeah, 10 minutes minimum. Yeah. They might catch, they might not catch the beginning either. So it's worth repeating things that you said in the beginning. Like if someone's just gone on now, you know, this is, this is a live broadcast for the Making a Marketer podcast. Um, so, and our guests are experts in live video. So that's why we have them on. And it's funny too, because I was like, as I was looking at what to call the show, like, is it, first I said live broadcasting, because that's really what we're doing, right? But live streaming's the term, but it's kind of a, I mean, it's it's both, right? Broadcasting, I guess, is, streaming is a form of broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And you know, the, the ambiguation of the terms is, is popular too. My friend, Jeff Goldberg likes to call it live mobile participatory video, right? Which really goes a step further than just live streaming, right? Because, uh, again, I'm here at my dad's house with the dog. We have a pet cube here and I'm not a pet cube spokesperson, but my dad is down in Florida. He's watching the dog on the pet cube. That's a live stream. Right, that right. you can you can tune in and watch the dog walk back and forth to the the food bowl. Um, what we're doing here is live participatory video that people can tune in. And they can ask questions. You know, you can't type a question to the dog on the pet cube and have the dog. Actually, you can say stuff to it. Um, but then there's the mobile side of it too, right? That you know we happen to be sitting in our, our individual broadcasting stations here. Um, but you could pick up the phone, you know, and start walking away. I'm sure this is really uncomfortable to watch, but I could get up and walk outside, you know, so that live mobile participatory video, um, I think really encapsulates more of what we're, we're, we're really talking about today is, is how we're socializing live streaming. Yes. Yes. Okay. Kel, again, another question from Amy, do you prefer a prepared script for a live or speaking off the cuff. And I'll just answer, my answer to that is I I, uh, I want it to be a mix. You have to be prepared, right? Like you have to have sort a certain flow. I think of like, well, these are the things we want to cover. And if you don't get to everything, cool. But like, you have to have a plan. Uh, otherwise it might go off You'll the You'll get lost. 
you'll get totally yeah. derailed. You want to do your viewers and your listeners the favor of, of having a plan is my opinion. What about you guys? I totally agree with you. I like to have a couple notes. I mean, sometimes you're just going to jump on live to jump on live and just like show that's, that's totally fine. There's a you know different situation for everyone, but in general, whether it's my show that I'm doing on my own pages or it's, um, it's the Amanda Kelly show, we have a plan. We know kind of the questions we want to ask our guests. We know the game we're going to play, but also you need to be flexible. And because as Chris said, this is a very participatory situation and you want to make sure that you are flexible in that if someone does ask a question, you can answer it. And then you have your notes or whatever, you have that in your mind. Okay, now I'm going to get back on track. So you're not you know, going all over the place. I think you want to build that flexibility into your plan. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're live streaming with a script, which I I I really have never done. Um, But again, having worked with, uh, you know, again, I worked with a Fortune 60 company a couple of years ago as sort of a live streaming consultant, if you will. And they want to control a lot of the variables, right? So let's Let's have our talent, and I wasn't the on-screen talent for this particular live stream. Uh, let's have him read from a script for 30 seconds and then get into what he's doing. And when you re-watch that video, the most uncomfortable portion of that video is the stuff that's scripted because you can tell that they're reading from a script, right? So was so, it uncomfortable when I read your bios and <laughs> my sponsor read? <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's all good. But again, that's part of the plan right? Yeah. And you have things that are within the plan. Um, but I think when you talk about having a plan too, we, we're starting to get into more expert level discussions. The, the gentleman that I love, love, love to refer people to is Owen Video. Um, and he has done some really outstanding uh, content about developing a plan and then being able to break down your live stream into pieces that you can repurpose uh, based on the strategy that you laid out, right? So, you know, you do your, your sponsor read. You have to have that in there, right? You have to have a portion where you're taking questions. You want to have a portion where you're acknowledging the people that are watching live and so on and so forth. But then you can take that live video that you know is going to be, let's say, 45 minutes and you can break it into segments. And now your live stream has become this jumping off point for your entire social media strategy, right? You can create square videos on Instagram. You can tweet out 60 seconds on Twitter. You can put a a video clip on Facebook that's like, oh, if you missed Kelly and Chris on the show yesterday, you can check out the whole thing here. You can make a GIF. You can make a GIF. So, (laughs) So all of these things are ways that you can use live streaming as sort of the, the, the heart of your entire social media strategy that can become, as we know, a podcast. It can become blogs. It can become gifts. It can become all of these different things. It's just such a special way to get that content machine jump-started. For sure. So what would you say to an individual who's nervous to, to go live? We kind of touched on this already, but I mean, beyond the press the damn button thing, um, you know, what's a, what's a piece of advice that you would give um, on that? Chris, you want to go first? Chris wants to go first. <laughs> go. I would say send a friend request to Kelly Mirabella <laughs> and send a friend request to Chris Strub and let us know that you're going to go live stream for the first time. You know, I, this is something that I always try and put out there. And, and there's a lot of a lot of my friends, I, I think, quite honestly, that love supporting people uh, that are trying this for the first time. Because once you do get your feet wet, so to speak, um, it really does become a lot more natural, a lot easier um, to to put yourself out there and to, to try it. So um, find a, a clique of friends. You know, whether it's me and Kelly or whoever. You know, ask 
three or four people that you know, ask your family members uh, to watch, to tune in. And then when you're done, go back and rewatch what you did and see if you would rewatch the stream that you created, right? So that's where you start to learn. But, you know, as Jeff Goins talks about in his book, Real Artists Don't Starve, you want to learn as a practitioner, learn in public, right? That you can sit and think about all of these great hypothetical live streams in your head. But really the reason I think that Kelly and I have been here, you know, that we do shows all the time and everything is because we're willing to put ourselves out there and willing to learn in public. For sure. Yeah. And know that, you know, you'll get better with each one. It's like podcasting and always told that like your, your second one will be better than your first and your third one will be better than your second and, you know, and so on. So on. yeah, it's like learning how to walk. You're going to, you know, drop down a couple of times, but you just keep getting better and better. Um, I'll also state that something that's really helpful is setting a aggressive goal for yourself um, or joining a challenge. There's a lot of people who do challenges. I, like I mentioned, host one once a year. Um, Madeline um, Sklar, she has one that she hosts. Um, there's a whole bunch of them out there or just do your own where you like what I'll do when I first start doing personal challenges. And you can, like Chris said, ask people, hey, do you want to join my challenge and just get some friends where you're broadcasting minimally once a day for a week and you can write down different topics you want to talk about. It could be anything, but you do it no matter what you do it every day. And everyone who's ever done a challenge with me for that specific purpose by the end of the challenge, by the beginning, they're like freaked out. By the end, they're like, oh, I can't believe how many people were there to support me. I just can't believe how it's still hard, but how much easier it is just getting over that, you know, tearing the bandaid off. So give yourself a personal challenge and invite friends to join you. And I think that really helps because it forces you. It's like working out. You make it known to people, I'm going to do this. And then you go and do it. And it's really going to help you to um, build up the confidence as you go along. I think if I'm going to add one more thing, super quick, yeah. promise I won't go on. No, yeah, yeah. When we talk huh? about bringing friends along to watch, I think we also can now, this is something that we couldn't do a year or two ago, is take advantage of the technology that allows you to actually live stream with somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, oh, yeah, doing interviews makes it so much easier. <laughs> doing an interview or even just having a conversation, right? Yeah. That, uh, when you go live on Facebook, it's incredibly easy to press that button to invite somebody else in, you know, and, and do that on a dual live stream. And I, I hoped for years that Facebook would introduce this opportunity. And Brian Fanzo was like, it's never going to happen. Christelle, there's no way it's going to happen. And I'm like, you're going to owe me a beer, buddy, because you're wrong on this one. People want to talk to each other. So it can be very intimidating to do a solo live stream. You know, the Kelly and Amanda show, right? It's, it's a constant conversation. Makes it easier. Between these two wonderful people, right? I do a lot of solo live streams, but again, I've done, I don't know, a thousand live streams or whatever it is that it's more comfortable for me. But boy, do I wish I had started now where you have that opportunity to press a button and bring in someone like Kelly who can really, you know, take the edge off right away, you know, by just feeling much more natural with having that, that conversation. Yeah, for yeah. me, blab blab is what blab was awesome. Blab blab, uh, whatever the I know. Rest in peace. May blab may blab rest in peace. Out for the homies, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and actually, Jen Cole, uh, she she's uh, one of my co-hosts on the um uh, on the show, and she's a great example of that because she was terrified. But she just started doing it. She's great, though. She's on it all the time. Yeah, we can't get her to stop. Just kidding. <laughs> She's always on On her point, put up her comment about perfection. On her yeah. point, I have a saying in my challenges. 
practice makes progress, not perfection. Nobody's looking for perfection from you. That is the beauty of Facebook Live is the authenticity. It's the thing that makes us so real to people, so human. We That's why reality TV is so popular. We see ourselves in other people. But when you record a video and you edit it and everything's flashy and perfect, that's different than the, the power of the live is the imperfection, right? That's the magic sauce. Yes, for sure. So, you know, I want to switch a little bit about, um, she's laughing about my comment. That we can't we love you, Jen. <laughs> um, I want to switch a little bit from the, this awesome touchy feely to the more practical have has live streaming. Do you have any, what's the word? I don't know. Evidence Success stories. But yeah, of your, of, for yourself, of it growing your own business or, or growing your clients businesses. Um, I mean, Chris, I'm sure you could go on for years about how it's increased exposure for these nonprofit organizations that you help, you know, that you visited umpteen times, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I presented um, in March and April in St. Louis and Chicago, uh, a case study uh, titled uh, Using Facebook Live to Raise $4.6 million in 24 Hours, um, you know, that the Community Foundation of Louisville um, instituted a Facebook Live strategy, um, a protracted strategy over the course of the summer. And they're going to kick off the series again for a third straight year in just a couple weeks um, towards their annual day of giving, which is called Give for Good Louisville this year, September 13th. And I'll be back there in Louisville on September 13th uh, to help uh, raise five plus million dollars. So we'll put that stake in the ground right now. Um, For my birthday. That's my birthday. That's your birthday. That's incredible. Well, happy birthday. We're going to raise $5 million on your birthday. It's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's case studies too, like the United Way uh, of uh, Baton Rouge, you know, the Capital Area United Way down in Louisiana. Uh, they use live streaming once a month. Uh, they don't get a ton of viewers, um, but their CEO, who when I met him uh, a few years ago working with Humana, was extremely uncomfortable with the idea of using live streaming. Now he's on there every month, you know, and it, it, they're not mega video superstars. They're delivering important messages to the people of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who benefit from the United Way. And that's that's really what it's all about. You don't need to raise $5 million in a day to have success from live streaming. And, and obviously, Megan, like I said, I, I like you said, I could go on for years, but I definitely want to hear from Kelly as well. Yeah, that's a so amazing. I, I can't, I can't even like with that, I worked for a nonprofit. It was so hard to raise money. And now I feel, I look at this and I'm like, Oh, this will be, especially now that you can boost because if yeah. you do, if it is a nationwide thing, you know, you, and you want to expand out, you don't have to just rely on the people that are following your, your page. Well, I mean, boosting is one thing, but I, I always answer the question this way at conferences, uh, you know, what, what sort of content we should we be creating? Create something so awesome and so memorable that people want to get up and talk about it and tell their friends, you know, right. start there, right? I mean, we could talk about the mechanics, the algorithms and all these things all day long, mm. but, you know, I talk about visiting 50 states in 100 days, not to toot my own horn, because it's a pretty cool idea, you know, and it's fun, it's interesting, it's easy that peop- other people want to talk about it. People talk about it on their own podcasts and blogs and stuff because it was interesting you know, and there, there were a lot of people involved in everything. So, you know, how can you create something that stands out, that's super memorable and and easy. And as you both have said is consistent, right? That you can't just do it once you have to, you have to make a a plan out of it. Just like, you know, when I talk about raising $4.6 million in 24 hours, it was actually raising $4.6 million in like four months, 
you know, and then the day of giving came finally in the middle of September. But really, we spent that entire summer warming this Facebook Live audience to know to come watch us on this day. And now we're going to do it again. And it's going to be awesome. Fantastic. How would you? All right. So I got a couple examples. Um, I'm just going to start off by tooting my own horn and tell everyone who is watching, if you are a consultant, a coach, a social media manager, whatever, I do not market for my businesses. I am in the position in my career where I literally do not, I am selective and it's a really unique position. Of course, I've been in business eight years and a lot of it is the hard work I've put in, but I can tell you when I started doing Facebook lives, because like two years ago, I started doing them once a week, very consistently. I was on pin, uh, sorry, Periscope. I was heavily involved in the Perry girls. In fact, I was the second member ever to join um, so I was on their leadership team. I did Facebook lives on my page consi- consistently. And that branding, just being in front of people, people get so, so caught up in the algorithm and are people tuning in and no one's looking at my content or commenting. But my biggest, when I'm thinking is, do they see my face? Do they see my face in stories? Do they see my face in that video that just moved down their feed? And what happens is they might tune in every once in a while, but they're they're seeing me. I am top of mind. So now what's happening is people are tagging me when people are asking about social media managers. I'm getting a lot of referrals based off the videos I'm doing for um, chatbots and the stuff I'm doing with Amanda. And it's really about getting out there. It's such a strong branding tool. So that's a little tooting of my own horn. But what it really is saying is if you could do these things consistently and, and tie it to everything else you're doing, it is a strong branding tool and it will really help you grow your business and the bottom line, the money will come because yeah. you will be seen as an expert. A lot of this is what do you talk about? If you're just on promoting stuff all the time, nobody cares about your promotions. Okay. Right. Be a value giver and people will come to you because they know you are the expert in the field. So that's me tooting my own horn. And now I'm going to give you. Yeah. So I have a client who's been going live every single week for Midwife Monday. She is a midwife and it is pretty much the only thing we post on her Facebook post every week. Now people have fought me on this. How can you only post once a week and get any uh, engagement, the algorithm, blah, 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 blah. She gets consistently over 50% reach organically on her posts and sometimes easily over a hundred percent. And that's because she is just getting on and giving great information consistently. It has grown over the years. People are tagging, they are sharing. We've turned it into a podcast. People are subscribing and it's really, really helped her Facebook page and her personal brand. And then finally, my final example, of course, is my my girl Amanda and I are doing the Amanda and Kelly show. And we kind of started this as, well, we just want to have fun. But also we want as marketers, we wanted to experiment with our own little, you know, experimentation here on how can we use chatbots and Facebook Live, the two things we know Facebook lets businesses actually accomplish stuff with. How can we tie those together? And our last post, we have 140 um followers or likes on our page. Our last post, I'm reading these stats, totally organic, uh, has, let me screen this down a little bit. Our reach for that video with Jen Herman, we talked about Instagram, was 1.1 thousand. We had 707 views. We had 326 10 second views, 595 unique viewers, 212 post engagements, it's likes and comments. And um, we literally ran no ads and it was all chatbot and live video. So you can grow a following. You can grow your brand. You can get viewers 
without necessarily ads. And think of what would happen if we started throwing money behind this. Because we're doing Facebook consistently, Facebook Live. So it's been hugely beneficial for our Facebook pages and our brands. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, Amy asks, can you explain boosting? And that's just basically, it's actually the bad word to use for, for advertising. advertising. You, you don't really want to click. You don't really want to use that boost button. You want to get more detail than that on, on, on stuff that you're sharing. But this was something that Kelly, you just said is a new thing. Uh, yeah, I I'm experimenting with that. I'm not, Mari said it's possible. Okay. I tried to do it through the ad manager. They said, you can't do it through the ad manager. It actually gave me a notice. You can't, you can't do an ad on a live video. But then when I set up the cross post. It let me boost it. So when we're done, I'll come back and check back with you okay. um, to see if it actually boosted during the live. We'll see. Okay. Right on. Yeah. So it's just advertising, basically trying to get people who wouldn't normally see your page to see your page. And actually that was one of the questions that I had was, um, you know, you have any tricks that you can provide for getting uh, more viewers uh, on live. And I, one that, one thing that I did on the last live that I did uh, after attending Luria Petrucci's session at social media marketing world. And she said, because we have so many more connections on our personal pages, right. To, she said, set up a camera broadcasting live to your personal page and sending them over. If you want to see this, go over to my business page. And so I did that. And she joked that she called them the cheap seats. So she said, yeah, every once in a while, I acknowledge that the people in the cheap seats over there, you know, that are, so I had a can my, you know, my camera was the cheap sheets. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. That's such a great tip. So I look over and I'm like, people are commenting and stuff. So I kept grabbing my phone, you know, and trying to listen to my guests. And I'm re- replying, you know, go over to Powers of Marketing, go over to Powers of Marketing. Um, and I was going to do that today, but it just, with my internet connection, I thought I, I would, uh, I don't want to blow it up. So <laughs> I didn't do it today. But really, I did get, I got people who wouldn't normally have probably watched my live. And one of my friends is got a product that he wants to bring to market. We were talking about retail marketing. So it ended up being really valuable for him. And he had a bunch of questions specific, which was super awesome because like you say, you know, that participatory thing, live real time that, that my guest was able to give to this, um, to this person. So it was really, it was really cool. So I'm, cool. I'm so sorry about the dog barking here. It's okay. I, this is live stream. <laughs> All right. So I shared mine that Luria, that I learned from Luria, that, that little hack. Do you guys have any tricks? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's one common trick, so to speak, uh, that I don't do a lot of, but some people get a lot of value out of, and it goes back to actually what Kelly was saying about, are people seeing my face, right? How can I just get that? How can I maximize that exposure? Um, and so there are, as you know, we could spend another entire hour talking about all the different channels that you can live stream on. Of course, we're here on Facebook Live, but there's also Periscope, there's Instagram Live, uh, and YouTube Live. There's more channels to come. Uh, so there are uh, there's some hardware that you can get, something like an Archon mount where you can have uh, a dual stream or a tri stream or a you know a sextuple stream. Where if you have multiple devices set up, uh, you can actually broadcast. Uh, from, you know, four phones and an iPad or your computer and an iPad and a phone uh, to these different um, places at the same time 
on, on different channels, right? That there's technology, you know, like what uh, Kelly and Megan uh, are using today, you know, to actually put the same exact live stream in two different places. Uh, but you can also kind of reverse hack that and set up two or three phones or your phone and your laptop, like I said, to broadcast in different places at the same time. So um, that would be one trick, I guess. Again, there's there's benefits and there's drawbacks, but rem- just remember what your ultimate goal is, which is to try and get as many people as possible. And again, for for a lot of us in the marketing business, you know, our Facebook friends uh, are going to be different than the people that like our Facebook pages. Um, so I actually do a lot of live streams on my personal page as well, um, just because those relationships that I have are already built. You know, like I, I know my mom and my dad will tune in and watch when I'm live streaming my personal page. They may not see something algorithmically from the Team Strub page. So um, right. it's it, it's always about that ultimate goal of trying to reach as many different audiences as you can. I love when when people who are holding mics in their hands talk with their hands. <laughs> That's I'm sorry. I should have used the, the Rode Lab mic, but I, th- this mic has generally has pretty good sound. Picks up dog barks from across it's, the room. It's, so. it's all good. It's just, I love it. It's funny. Okay. So uh, Kelly had a specific question about cross-posting. So uh, Kelly, today we tried this for the first time. So uh, Kelly Mirabella learned how to do it from Mari like today, right? Like and literally so, 10 minutes. <laughs> or like, let's do this. So, so Kelly, you went in and you requested to be cross-posted, right? Because when I opened it yes. up, you were really there. Yes. And then I Okay, back. do not let her out okay. before the show started. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so this is how it works. Go into your page settings. Go down on the left menu where it says cross-posting. And then go and type in the URL or the page name that you want to request cross-posting. This is a mutual thing. They can cross-post to you. You can cross-post to them. I have it set, and I would recommend, and this is what Mari recommend, that unless you are the page admin on the page you're cross-posting to, like in our case, we are not each other's admins, that you would have, um, that they have to, I can't remember the exact term, but they have to approve the post. Otherwise, they'll automatically... Yeah. Be out there. Yeah. There were two. It was, uh, do you want them to always be able to cross post or do you want to grant access when asked? And so, yeah, I, I, I selected the second one. Okay. I want to grant access. And then when you go to your publishing tools under videos, you'll see something that says cross post videos and you'll be able to pick and choose and see what's available to you. Yeah, I'll be really interested to see the numbers and see how I, that will be too. I don't know. Yeah, don't take our word for it. We are experimenting here today. <laughs> We're trying to walk the walk, but I, I mean, like, I wonder, will your, will yours have the same number of views as? Yeah. I don't know if we share the views or if I get my viewers and you get your, I'm not really sure how that works. My thought process is with almost everything else I do is uh, numbers are important, but eyeballs are more important. I, I'm all about branding. So I want everyone everywhere to see us regardless. So that's why I don't sweat. Like people don't go to my website. Cool. I'll put it over here. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. And I, I, um, I save the video down too, and I put it on YouTube. Um, and I have the plan to, to write blog post, you know, to, to transcribe it and write blog posts and do all sorts of other stuff to chunk out that, but I haven't done anything else. Yeah. <laughs> on very time consuming, very time consuming. Oh, it's, you know, it's in the plan. All right. We talked a little bit about repurposing and that's funny because that was my next question, but we're running low on time. So, um, I think Chris gave some great examples of that from, um, from Owen, um, earlier. All right. So I'm going to ask you one final question other than how everyone can find you. Uh, what is the latest tech app gadget kind of technology thing that you're 
currently geeking out on the most? Chris, I'll let you go first. Anybody go first? Uh, well, uh, I know Kelly's got her sunglasses on, uh, and I kept mine off for the purpose of the broadcast, but I actually received in the mail earlier this week, this is uh, a pair of Spectacles 2.0. These are the Snapchat uh, new Spectacles, so I'll open them up here for you. I know, I know, right? Uh, They basically look exactly the same. I was playing with them yesterday. The case is a little bit thinner, um, but there you go. Um, So these are, uh, if you you don't know what Snapchat Spectacles are, uh, you put them on uh, as you would normal glasses, uh, you press the button here and it will take a, uh, 10 second, um, video snap. So you guys are on my Snapchat now. Um, you can also now, uh, tap to, or you can hold to take a picture. So that'll take a picture of you guys. Um, they are water resistant. Um, they apparently charge faster. Uh, they upload to your phone faster. So, uh, I am geeking out on my Snapchat spectacles 2.0. Fantastic. What about you, Kel? Oh, I am totally all in bots right now. Chatbots are my jam. I'm obsessed. This is what I do in my free time is I build chatbot games. I integrate them into pretty much every piece of the Amanda Kelly show into my own stuff. I used them today to invite people over to this show. Um, There's so many awesome uses and I'm really excited to put together stuff. In fact, I'm putting together an entire series of chatbot videos that are 80s themed because I got really bored of watching all these really long, um, drawn out, not to the point, boring YouTube videos because that's how I, I had to learn how to do them. And I watched a lot of YouTube videos and I thought, we can do better. And so I did. So I did an 80s theme. The first one just got posted this week and one every week will be posted going forward. That's rad. Do you do like a green screen for your background or how do you? No, this is my background here. Right. It's always the same background, but the 80 theme, um, I actually have a video editor that's putting together my videos and it has really cool. And I dress up. Oh yeah. Like hot pink lipstick. Um, If you want to, if you guys want to check it out, it's baby got bought is the name of the group. And I have the full eighties garb, eighties music, but it's, it's fun, but it's also right to the point of what the topic of the video. I don't, you know, I edit the heck out of it. I make sure that you're not sitting there like, get to the point, get to, I hate that. When I'm like, you told me you were going to teach me this thing. And then I have to like fast forward. You don't have to worry about that with these videos. So that's what I'm obsessed with right now is chatbots. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that too. <laughs> yeah. Most I, people who know me know this is like what I geek out on. I'm on the leaderboard. Uh, I played the, yes. I played the, would you, would you, would you rather? Would you rather, uh, yeah. Never have I ever. I just, last month we did, um, you don't know Facebook. And right now I'm building out, you don't know Instagram. And it's all part of the leaderboard games that we do over there, That's which nice. is a whole different ball game on how you get people to another strategy on how to use chatbots to get people to watch your videos after you go live. And we've had a lot of success with that. That's so cool. What, um, so tell us, I, I was funny. I was trying to see um, if you had a show this week. What's your cadence? I know. Okay. You, you, you say you don't have a regular cadence yet for the show. It's like Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. So it's once a week and we release the schedule on our website, um, which is amandaandkelly.com. But our guest this week was Ben Roberts. 
um, and he had to cancel because he was at a conference and it was like a last minute thing. So we were going to have him and we decided, you know, we're so busy right now. We got to catch up next week. We're going on Friday and um, oh, off the top of my head, I can't. I think it's Kim Reynolds talk about Facebook ads. We also have Andrew and Pete coming on the show soon and we have a special, special surprises. Um, we always play games and we always have a good time and we always deliver some value. And anyone could go and watch our previous shows. We've had some great um, topics uh, as of late that were uh, very educational as well. So, right. So, say it again. How do you find? How do how do people find that? And then and then you. What's the best? Right. Way to so the Amanda and Kelly show is um, Amanda and Kelly show, which is our username on Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash Amanda and Kelly show, or you can go to Amanda and Kelly.com. and that's just a marketing show for marketers who are bored with marketing shows. Is our whole catchphrase. And we play games and have fun. If you want to learn more about me, I am everywhere at Stellar247, including Stellar247.com. Fantastic. All right. So, Mr. Strub, there's like a million places to find you because you are you are everywhere. You're like omniscient. <laughs> Chris Strub is, is always everywhere. They want me to sing still. Oh, dear. Um, no, I, I spend uh, an extraordinary amount of time on Twitter. It's probably the best place to find me. Uh, I would also say, Kelly, that I will be a guest on the Amanda and Kelly show. You are. I'm prepared. Uh, we have a little something for you, too, planned. Well, that'll be fun. Uh, what, two weeks from today? Uh, yeah. May 31st. Yes. Um, so, yeah, my website is teamstrub.com, and you can find links to all my online interviews and stuff. I don't have my own consistent show now. I probably should. Um, but I find myself doing a lot of guest spots and stuff with uh, lovely ladies like you guys. So, uh, you know, this this is fun for me is, is bringing value to others on, on their show for, sure. uh, for now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I saw you put yourself out there. I was like, oh, we're going to find a spot for Chris. While <laughs> yes. He, yes. While he, uh, you know. And I appreciate it very much. This, this has been absolutely wonderful. This has been a lot more fun than trying to beat Megan in words with friends. <laughs> Destroying me in uh, words with friends. Awesome. I, I am good at that game and she is an absolute awesome. It's not that good. <laughs> I, 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 I am apparently not as good as I thought I was. We're, so. we're both English majors. So we have that. Oh. We're, 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 we're both word nerds. Well, um, you are... You are taking me to school Word every day. I love that word. I, op- I open up that app and I dr- I'm like, I hope she didn't play her turn. Like, this, <laughs> this is just <laughs> continuing to hurt every single time. Again, I'll say this again. Like, I this new version of Words with Friends has like been really easy on me. I, I never won in the other one, so I'm super stoked with this new version. I'm like, hey, I feel smart. <laughs> I just hope to beat you once before we get back to San Diego. All right, all right, that's a deal. <laughs> All right. So Kelly. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So a little background. I actually was a guest over on Jen and Julie's show and I just can't help but sing because every time I think about chatbots, I sing and then it became a thing. We created a game called socialize a song. We had them on our show. We challenged them to this game. They had to bring songs. We had to bring songs and then it it got voted on who had the best songs. So there was a little commentary in the the comments for this video and I was challenged to do it and I was like, bring it. So I recreated (laughs) the word, the song, the Disney song. I can show you the word, the world, sorry. And I'm about to sing it for you all now. Are you ready? And by the way, I'm not a good singer. So I'm not trying to pretend I'm a good singer. I'm just really, I like to have fun. So here you go. I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, viewer, now when did you last watch a Facebook Live? 
I can open your eyes, teach you, show you all the wonders, brand you over and under, make you the go-to guy. A whole live world, a new fantastic marketing tool, a place where you can go and do a show and be a valued resource. A whole live world, a dazzling place I never knew, but when I'm live on here, it's crystal clear. And now Facebook lets me get reaches and views. Yeah. Hey. Oh, that was sorry so for hurting your ears, but there it is. And added onto your plate unexpectedly today. I am beyond impressed. That was that was so rad. It's, it's heck of fun to do. Uh, it's just something that Amanda and I came up with. All right. Well, I know I let you guys get back to your kids and your dogs. Thank you so much uh, for being guests on Making a Market today. This has been episode Thank you for having us. This was super fun. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you so much. Terrific. You're so welcome. We have one more um, episode within season one, and we will have uh, the Kramers on. We're going to talk human-to-human uh, marketing and human-to-human relationship building, all that kind of good stuff. So thanks again. This has been episode 16 of Making a Marketer and we will see you next time. Woo!